Hello everybody, welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Sherry and this is my dog Sunny and I'm training her to be a therapy dog. Today we have another international guest so I'm really excited to have her join on and share their story. Also crossing two countries much like Gina and Juno when we spoke with them. Our guests today are Evelyn and Indy and they have experience with I believe Story Dog Australia, I might have that wrong. She can correct me when she comes in here, as well as training Indy to be a service dog for her, an allergen detection dog, I believe. So I am looking forward to our conversation. Hi, how are you? This is our first podcast, so I was quite surprised that I was able to locate you. <laughs> so that's a, that's a win win for me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that she found me. And there's Miss Indy as well. <laughs> I don't know if you can see her. Can you see her? Uh, Indy. I, I can. <laughs> Is Indy a boy or a girl? She's a girl. A girl, okay. Yeah. I didn't want to misgender her there, so I thought I'd ask. <laughs> I thought she was a girl, but I could see Indy going either way. So it's really nice <laughs> to meet you. Well, nice to meet you finally. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Well, hi, I'm Evelyn. I'm a project manager. My husband and I, we are in our own business, just going over 10 years now. And this is my beautiful companion, Indy. <laughs> awesome. And you originally got Indy while you were in Australia, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. All right. And then how long have you been in the UK? We've been in the UK for eight months now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Enjoying the crazy all seasons in one day. <laughs> it's been very interesting. <laughs> I can imagine. Probably a lot more rain, too. You're probably much more used to rain now. <laughs> <laughs> We're used to it now. So it's just any other day. That's great. So, Evelyn, how did you first find out about therapy dogs? Well, I've always had a awareness to therapy and assistant dogs. My family has always been heavily involved with Guide Dogs Australia and with puppy raising and training. So I've had that awareness as a kid. And I think probably about six years ago, I decided to get myself a companion just for my own health reasons. And okay. I can't imagine my life without her. Yeah. And honestly, I don't remember not having her in my life. So <laughs> I think once you kind of decide that you do want to have a therapy or an assistance dog, you notice it immediately within yourself once you find that companion and then the training begins. Yeah, it's a lot of training. <laughs> It's still but, ongoing. <laughs> yeah, it never ends. I think that that's something that you don't really realize until you get into it, that dog training is just never ending. <laughs> but you know what? It's so much fun. I don't personally see it as work. I just see it as something fun that we do every day as a bonus, going to the park, having training there, training at home, training at work. Yeah, absolutely. So, it can be a really great way to build your bond with your dog. Don't show Indy that you're giving your one treats. She's on a diet. <laughs> it's the only way that Sunny will stay here. So and at oh, this point, she'll just start hitting me if I stop. 
been very good, very well behaved. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> when you first got Indy, then, was your original intention with her to be an assistance dog? Yes, so you... I just needed to have a portable size of a Labrador and a Goldie. I think I originally wanted to get a Goldie. But a close friend of ours actually let, well, she let me have um, Bella, her five-year-old, well, she's about 10, just to have her for a week and to take her into the office every single day, doing the usual routines. And I think it was a little bit too much for me having a big dog, personally, like I do adore them. But every single day, getting in and out of the car, <laughs> And the tail has its own mind. <laughs> so there's, get them into the office and the paperwork's just going everywhere. Sure. So I like, what's the portable size of a Goldie? And I thought, oh, how about a Cavalier? <laughs> there you go. It's really important to find a dog who's going to be a good fit for you, whether that's from their need for activity because of their breed or their size, whatever that consideration may be. Look, I think sometimes you hear stories about other breeds and um, before we got Indy, I started to join a lot of Cavalier groups and finding out from owners what their companions are like. From my understanding, they were lap dogs. <laughs> you know, really relaxed, easygoing and intelligent. And look, she's highly intelligent. There's no question about that. However. I wasn't expecting a very high energized dog. <laughs> she came to us at nine weeks and had the puppy energy from day one. And then 12 months, still that puppy energy. And I thought, oh, okay. After 12 months, you know, she'll calm down a bit. No. So this, she's still she's five and a half years old. She still has that energy. And I think any handler with a therapy or an assistant dog would have a safe place where, you know, their companions can just be 100% themselves. And for Indy, that's at a park. Yeah. So when she's in the park, she knows she's not working. Um, she just gets to play fetch. She's not mingling around. And, you know, that's her time. Sure. So when we take her to the park, she just goes ballistic <laughs> with a tennis ball, uh, which we've nicknamed Sally. So okay. she has a little fun and... I think I've got a little German Shepherd. Very energized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I have so many friends with the Cavaliers. They're really, really pedantic, you know, prim and proper. No, I don't want to get into the wet grass. I don't want to get my paws wet. No. Not indeed. It's the com complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so Evelyn, I would love to hear about your experience with Story Dog Australia and what that was like for you. Oh, yeah, that was an amazing experience. I signed Indy up when she was at the age of three. Throughout, as we actually do a lot of fundraising uh, for Story Dogs in Australia. So I actually thought, okay, well, this is an opportunity to sign Indy up and you know see how we go. Obviously, they do a little bit of uh, assessment task as well prior to putting her in a room full of young children. So once that all happened, I did say that, look, as long as there's no tennis ball about, <laughs> we should be fine. <laughs> there's no grass area. If it's indoors, we'll be safe. <laughs> so her first 
day was just amazing. We had grade three students. They were a bit shy of reading in front of a group. So Indy, basically, we just walked in. The stress levels just went down immediately for the kids. They were feeling really confident having Indy there. So there was one-on-one reading sessions before reading as part of the group. Indy would sit in the middle and every child the book went to, she would go and sit next to them just to mm. give them that extra confidence. Yeah. So we had noticed that from the first session, which lasted for about 45 minutes from memory. And then it turned out, started doing a little bit of a routine. So it was every quarter, which then changed to every month. Okay. That's really great. What did you, what did you see in her that let you know she would enjoy doing that? I think it was more the training that I had with Indy from when she was a puppy. She's very good at detecting if your levels are a little bit low if you have anxiety, if you're feeling a little bit stressed today, where she will put her energy aside and just come and sit next to you. Okay. And that's all you really need, just to kind of keep yourself calm and to build someone's levels and confidence back up. So I did notice that immediately with her. I just thought, okay, well, you know, we'll see how we go with the Story Dogs Australia and if it works out great. So that's one of the things that we really miss from back home. We're trying to get into pet test therapy here for assessments so that we can start doing our monthly rounds for hospitals and aged care facilities. Yeah. Are there requirements similar to Story Dog Australia? Yes, there is. I think, well, Indy is now a certified therapy and assistance dog. So they just need to see her certifications, but obviously with any animal, they would have to do like a on-site assessment, which usually goes for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, just to make sure that the temperament is calm. Yeah. So I have mentioned that, okay, we should probably not meet at a park then. (laughs) (laughs) And don't have a (laughs) spouse. We can meet at a cafe or you can come to my house. (laughs) Another thing is that it's important because I don't want Indy to feel that she's in work mode when we go to the park because that's not the case and she's my number one priority. She's been trained from a very early age to know that, okay, if we go to a park, this is my space, my safe place where I can just feel free and run about. And I don't want to bring any type of training into that because it will just confuse her. Yep. Mm. Uh, dogs are really good at learning that. I know a lot of dogs, their demeanor changes if they put on like a specific harness or bandana or vest for therapy work or service dog work, then they know that they're in working mode. Mm. Well, we did have a vest for Indy, but she has put on a little bit of weight or just call it the Christmas weight so she'll slowly get back down to her normal size and then hopefully she'll be able to fit back into it awesome did anything surprise you in your training journey yes one of the things was well I knew that she was intelligent from day one but one of the things was that I have a phobia of lizards and I'm just terrified of lizards, just garden lizards. And back home, we have blue tongue lizards. And one actually came in to our house and it nestled its way in and it was hiding behind one of the lamps. Indy actually went over and started 
using her paws up against the wall just to alert me that there's something there. And this was at the age of six months. She knew that I was terrified of lizards. It was just a you know, notification that, hey, mom, there's something here that's okay. going to terrify you. I'm just letting you know that it's here. Obviously, when I saw it, I freaked out. I quickly picked her up and went the opposite direction. <laughs> and then my husband came to the rescue. But, yeah, that was the first thing that I had noticed. Yeah, that's so interesting because it's a task that you didn't intentionally train her, but she knew to support you on her own. Yeah, I mean, these are things that she obviously has, you know, through her own, I guess, witnessing how I react to certain things. She knew that, okay, well, this is going to terrify mom. I'm just going to know that that it's here. So, yeah, that was the first thing that really surprised me. And I thought, wow, I didn't actually even train her to do this. (laughs) She just has a natural talent for it, it sounds like, whether it's helping you or helping the kids. I was very grateful that she had alerted me because this thing, he was making his way into her bedroom. And if he had made it into her bedroom, I would have probably ended up in hospital. Oh, she (laughs) saved you then. (laughs) What a good pup. Evelyn, what did you enjoy about volunteering with Indie for Story Dog Australia? I think one of the things was just meeting new people and understand the kids that we were working with, their needs. There were some kids that were just full of confidence when it came to reading or socialising, being around a dog. There were some kids that were afraid of dogs. So every time Indy came near, they were a little bit cautious. But after a while, they actually got really used to her. I think just building that rapport with the kids, making them feel that they're not being judged, that was amazing to me because you just hear these little stories from them and it's hilarious. So it was, it was a real bonding experience. I don't know if you can hear Indy, but she's adding her two cents in with this. <laughs> We've put her right to sleep with this interview. Hopefully those watching or listening are feeling the same. (laughs) I'm glad to know that she's feeling comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, your voice must be very soothing. (laughs) How has it been to have her be both an assistance dog and a therapy dog? Have you found that there's anything you need to do to help her know that when you're volunteering that she's supporting the kids rather than you? Well, I think with the kids, it's more 30 minutes to 45 minutes and I'm in the same room. So she's never alone with the kids. She will have her story dog vest on and I'll have my vest on just to show her identity. And obviously there's teachers in the room as well. No, she's quite herself. I mean, she's calm. She's fine. There hasn't really been any issues where she doesn't get confused if she has to go into work mode with me. I think she knows that she's on work mode with me whenever I'm there. Like, for example, even if we were in the park and if my levels have dropped, she would come over and alert me. It has happened previously, but Yes, there's certain things that she knows she will feel and she'll just come and warn me. Especially one time I wasn't able to find my medication and it was in my tote bag somewhere. And 
India had actually found it. And I was really grateful that she did because I think when you kind of have the anxiety and you're going through something and you can't find it, just yeah increases everything, raises the stress level up a little bit more. So I think, yeah, she was very, very helpful. That's really great. Did you train her to locate your medication or she just knew? Now she had professional training from this fantastic Australian dog trainer back okay. home. Nate's dog training, which is him and his wife, they do a lot of detection dog training, which is either medication, finding kids that are lost, so they work with a lot of police officers. I actually found out about Nate through my vet. So when we okay. had Puppy the vet given me his card and I thought, oh, this is quite interesting. And the six sessions, that's all it really took. Wow. Um, Quick learning. Which I was quite surprised. I thought I'll be there for a while, but yeah, <laughs> it was like a six sessions. I was really impressed. <laughs> that's really great. Do you have any advice for someone who's interested in volunteering as a therapy dog team? Yes, I think, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions, especially if you are interested in something like this. I suggest joining a group on social media or through whichever avenue you want to take and work with someone closely who actually is a therapy dog and mm -hmm. a handler. So then you know what is actually involved on a daily basis. It's not something that you do once a week, <laughs> fortnightly or once a month. It is an everyday training. You have to be committed. It's not something that's um, for five minutes training per day. Okay, that will do. No. The commitment needs to be there. It is a lot of work, but you do get a lot of benefits out of it. Like, for example, on Sunday, we went to our local church for Mass. And Indy's normally allowed in there. They don't allow dogs, but because she's a service dog, service dog and guide dogs are allowed. We were running about five minutes late <laughs> there was a little girl in there she's an autistic little girl and she started you know having teas coming down she was a little bit upset about something Indy without missing a beat went straight to her and just comforted her so she immediately just knew that okay well this person needs my help all she did was just lay there on the floor and the little girl's um behavior went straight from being full of anxiety to having a smile on her face so that was just amazing I don't know what she was upset about but it just calmed her down and I thought that was pretty impressive <laughs> yeah definitely and to bring a smile to a stranger's face I think you know that's all the reward that you need yeah, I love that. I can hear her little snore now. <laughs> well, I know that it is starting to get a little late for you and Miss Indy over there in the UK. I think we're about eight hours apart. Is there anything else that you wanted to share while you were here? If anybody has any questions, then I'm happy for them to drop me a line. But again, just don't be afraid to ask questions. I think sometimes people get a little bit shy and they start reading a lot. I think it's better to find yourself someone that has a therapy dog or an assistance dog and what that actually involves, what the day-to-day -day process is. And I think you will actually learn a lot that way as opposed to reading a book about a therapy dog. Yeah, you definitely need some hands-on experience and to talk to someone who has walked that road for sure. It's very helpful. <laughs> Every day is different. <laughs> 
<laughs> True. <laughs> They're very much alive and have their own little personalities. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Evelyn. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your evening to share your experience with us. And good luck as you work towards volunteering with Pets as Therapy. I'm sure that y'all will do some great work there, too. Thank you so much for having us. Indy, are you going to wake up or say thank you? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm sleeping. sleep. <laughs> it would be past Sunny's bedtime if we were in your time zone as well. <laughs> All right. Well, take care. So it was so great to speak with you. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.